Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. and welcome to today's podcast. It is April 15th, 2022, but more than that, it is Good Friday. Good Friday. So thanks for joining us for this special edition of the podcast um, as, we, uh, as we reflect on uh, probably the most important day uh, next to Easter in the entire Christian calendar. Um, it is called good not because it's pleasant. It's called good because of what Jesus accomplished for us on this day. Um, so each day this week, we've been walking through the steps of Jesus for that final week, starting with uh, Palm Sunday and then uh, Monday, the cursing of the fig tree, cleansing of the temple, the Tuesday, all that went on on Tuesday with the a clash with religious leaders, the seven woes, the uh, Olivet Discourse, where Jesus taught about the end of time, um, the explanation of the cursing of the fig tree, uh, which was basically a pronouncement that uh, the religious uh, structure of Israel was not working, uh, that it had become a distraction rather than a um, been a, uh, a vessel that was leading people to Christ had become corrupt, um, and that he was judgment was coming. Um, each night, Jesus returns to Bethany, and he did the same on Tuesday night. Uh, meanwhile, Judas was beginning the plan to betray Jesus to secure the deal with the Sanhedrin and, re- and the religious leaders. Uh, Wednesday. Not much happens on Wednesday. Pretty quiet. Probably re- he's probably re- relaxing and um, resting and making preparations for the Passover on Wednesday at Mary and Martha's house in Bethany. And then Thursday, of course, was uh, just la- yesterday. Would have been the um, the upper room uh, or the, or the uh, yeah the Last Supper in the upper room. Um, And communion and foot washing scene, and uh, Judas departs to carry out his plan. And later on that same night, Jesus last night would have been arrested. That would have led into Good Friday, um, where Jesus would have undergone no less than six different, uh, quote, trials, three of them among the Jewish leaders, three among the Roman leaders, um, as Jesus was passed back and forth between Pilate, Pontius Pilate, and Herod. Uh, Pilate tried to compromise with the religious leaders uh, and have Jesus beaten instead of uh, crucified, uh, but this, uh, this offer was rejected. 
and the crowd instead cried to free Barabbas and to crucify Jesus. And so Jesus was crucified. Um, They dressed him in a purple robe and a crown of thorns. They beat him, made him carry his cross to down the Via Della Rosa to the place of the skull, or that is Golgotha, which is uh, Calvary. Um, And he was hung there on the outside of town on a tree. Above his head was placed the, the... the notice, King of the Jews, written in Greek and Aramaic, um, for all to see it. Uh, I think Greek, Hebrew, and Aramaic, actually. Uh, so Jesus was, uh, on Good Friday was the day Jesus would have been on the cross um, and uh, and suffered and uh, and died, and he would be hanging there among two criminals. Yeah, and uh, the day would have grown dark as Jesus himself um, dies, and upon the cross, of course, he provides those uh, seven famous final sayings, probably forget one, but among them are, um, Father, why, why, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Um, I thirst. Woman, behold your son, as he spoke to his mother. Into your hands I commit my spirit. Um, it is finished. Today you'll be with me in paradise. I think I'm missing one, but there were seven sayings of Jesus from the cross that are um, often a great point of reflection on this day. Um, But later on, on Good Friday, he would be taken down off the cross by uh, Joseph of Arimathea and placed in a borrowed tomb um, where he would would spend um, the night dead. And so we think about the sacrificial lamb of God and the uh, the great sacrifice that he paid for us. So thank you guys for being on today. Thank you for this being a part of the special, a little bit more somber edition of the podcast as we think about Good Friday um, with a lot of gratitude, of course, filled with gratitude and thanks for what Jesus has done for us. And, uh, and also a, a somber awareness of what he did on this day. So the readings for today are Genesis chapter 22, verses 1 through 4, 1 Peter chapter 1, 10 through 20, and John 19, 38 through 42. So Genesis 22, 1 Peter 1, and John 19. So we'll take, uh, we'll take some time to read those, see, what, uh, see how the Lord speaks to us through those readings. There are a couple... There, for Good Friday, there's a couple of optional readings, so you can kind of choose, uh, you know, this one or this one or this one, and so uh, those are the selections I made. Um, so yeah, 
Genesis chapter 22. Let's read it. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Genesis chapter 22, just, just four verses as we think about uh, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the foreground as we're reading these words, we're, we're, it's as, as if we're gazing upon uh, the Lord and the, his crucifixion. So we, while we're reading Genesis, obviously it's taking, talking about Abraham and Isaac, uh, but we have uh, in the in the foremost thought of our mind um, Jesus and what he did on this day. So uh, this is where Abraham is being tested. Um, he's being tested with his son Isaac uh, to see if he will um, surrender him, if he will lay him lay him down. Um, and let and give him to God uh, as a sacrifice. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, <laughs> Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. And on the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. So what God did not actually make Abraham do was more just a test of his devotion. God never intended for him to sacrifice his son. Human sacrifice was um, forbidden <laughs> vehemently in the Bible, uh, which was pro probably part of the, the, the complexity and of that request. It seemed so unlike anything he'd ever heard. But the intention was that they were somehow God was going to provide, and of course God did, and they worshipped on that mountain um, because God provide a, a, provided a bull in the thicket. But the um, but this is a foreshadowing, right? This is a foreshadowing of what was to come with Jesus, that Jesus would be that sacrificial lamb. And there would, there would be no alternate sacrifice. He would be uh, the son of the one and only Son, loved by the Father, that would go all the way through sacrifice. And someone else wouldn't be doing it. He would lay his life down on his own. And you kind of get that, you know, the way the, the verse, the readings end today. He, Abraham sees the, uh, the, the, the way to the, sac to the altar in the distance. Kind of draws your imagination to think about Jesus uh, viewing the the way of the cross, way to the cross in the distance, and his uh, his amazing willingness and devotion to continue all the way to the end. Hmm. Beautiful. First Peter chapter ten. First Peter chapter ten. Which, by the way, while we're flipping over there uh, tonight, we will be having. If you're if you're listening to this podcast during the day on Friday. Uh, tonight at 7, we will be having a special Good Friday service at Bayside. It'll last, it'll last less than an hour, um, but we'll kind of 
be doing some readings and going through the final um, kind of what we've done today, this week in the podcast. We'll go through the final week of Jesus' life leading up to the cross. And so it's always a, a, a moving experience to kind of get together. Unlike anything we ever do throughout the year, which nothing we don't do any other services like that. It's unique in that way. Uh, like much, much like the podcast this morning, it's a little more somber, a little more reflective, um, qu- a little quieter than normal, and uh, just a just a good preparation um, for the weekend and and for Easter. So that's tonight at seven o'clock. If you're listening to this podcast in time, we'd love to have you there. Seven p.m. at Bayside. All right, First Peter chapter one verses ten through twenty. Welcome everybody. So glad to have you guys on, and uh, part of the podcast today, the special edition of the podcast, pod, uh, podcast only. Not we're not on Facebook today. We're not on Instagram. Uh, just the the audio podcast today. So thanks for uh, finding it um, and uh, being a part of it. First Peter chapter one verse ten through twenty, concerning this salvation. The prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with the greatest care, trying to find out the time and the circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing when they predicted the sufferings of the Messiah and the glories that would follow. Wow. So Peter here is saying, remember, man, the prophets, they searched intently trying to find when the, the Messiah would suffer, when this was all going to happen, when this was going to transpire, they, they searched it with the greatest care, you know, with a fine-tooth comb. They searched the Word of God, trying to figure out when was it, when, when was the time in history when God would send His Son, when God would bring His Son uh, as a sacrifice, when Messiah would come, when that would be. And man, how fortunate, of course, Peter was to see it with his own eyes, but how fortunate we are to live after that. And to be able to reflect back on it. You know, sometimes, you know, I was thinking about Thomas where it says, um, you know, Thomas believed because he saw the, 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 the nail prints in his hands and touched them and saw the, the hole in Jesus' side where the, the soldier thrust his spear. And Jesus said, you're, you're blessed, Thomas. You, you, you believe because you've seen, but blessed are those who believe because they have not seen. And sometimes we think, wow, we, you know, they, they had so much more than we had in terms of reason to believe and ability to believe. Now, we didn't, I mean, I guess being able to see Jesus physically is probably the top, you know, pinnacle, <laughs> like literally being able to see the resurrected Jesus. But think about how much we do have. I mean, how fortunate we are. We have 2,000 years of church history. We have, the, we have the complete Bible. They didn't have that. They didn't have the incomplete Bible. They had the Old Testament. They, didn't, they couldn't go to Romans and read about it. They couldn't go to the Gospels and he, see the whole story put together uh, in four different places, four different Gospels. They didn't have the epistles. They didn't, see, they didn't have the, the letters to the churches as uh, they began to live out this faith. They didn't have any of that. So I think in, in, in many ways, we have more than they did. And just the evidence of Jesus' impact over 2,000 years. Man, what a weight of evidence that Jesus is who he claimed to be. I mean, I think in a lot of ways we have more than they did. Uh, where are we at? Verse 12. 
it was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you. Is he talking about those people contemporary with Peter? They, the, the prophets and all those, they were serving you because we were, we were the ones who were going to be living in that time when Jesus came. When they spoke of the things that have now been told to you by those who preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Even angels, listen to that, man. Even angels long to look into these things. The angels were um, were um, eager to see the kind of things that uh, we are being able to see right now. Verse 13, Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, we set set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. So Peter's looking forward now. It's like, you know, in light of the fact that Jesus came the first time, be alert and sober looking forward to when he returns. And today people still are like, you know, searching with the greatest intense, intent, uh, intensity and, in, and intently to find when Jesus is coming back. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance, but just as he called you, who, who, just as he who called you is holy, be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. Verse 17. Since you call on a father who judges each person's work impartially, live out your time as foreigners here in reverent fear. And we're foreigners here. We're, we're strangers and aliens to this land because we have, a, we have a kingdom, we have a citizenship in heaven. But we live here in reverent fear, what? In, 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 um, in reverent awe and reverence for God. In reverent fear. For you know that it is not... The, it is not with perishable things such as silver and gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through him you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him. And so your faith and hope are in God. A spotless lamb. He was the one God chose before the creation of the world. It wasn't going to be Isaac. God was always going to find a way. God was fully uh, determined to provide a sacrifice in Isaac's place. But Jesus had to do it himself. There would be no other sacrifice because there's no other perfect sacrifice. It was a job only Jesus could do. And he did it. Thanks be to God. All right, one more reading, guys. John chapter 19, verses 38 through 42. Short reading here. Nine, uh, John 19, 38 through 42. This brings us towards the end of Good Friday. Um, Jesus has suffered, and again, the seven sayings, the one of which I forgot. It'll hit me when I get off the... Um, off the podcast today, I'm trying to think of them off the top of my head. Um, oh, for, the other one is Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> That's an important one. That was the seventh one. Um, I mean, it wasn't. The, it is finished, and you know, it was uh, is the final. But uh, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. That was one of the sayings from the cross. Later, Joseph of Arimathea, 
asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now, Joseph was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly, because he feared the Jewish leaders. When, with Pilate's permission, he came and took the body away. He was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had visited Jesus at night. Nicodemus brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds. Taking Jesus' body, the two of them wrapped it with the spices in strips of linen. This was in accordance with the Jewish burial customs. At the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb, in which no one had ever been laid. But it was the Jewish day of preparation, and since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. What a, what a, um, what a godly act of service these two men provided for Jesus. Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus um, take care of the body of Jesus to ensure he's given a proper and uh, sanctimonious burial. Um, and a, a, a sanctified marriage, a burial, man. And, uh, and it's Friday, and so we wait, right? That's the story of that's how we live through the Christian calendar. We, we go through the days of the week, and we come to Friday, and we ponder the sacrifice and the pain and the hurt, and we wait. And we won't be on the podcast tomorrow, but Saturday is one of the, you know, the, it's, it's silent Saturday, quiet Saturday, holy Saturday. No one really, I mean, nothing. Jesus is maybe doing some things supernaturally <laughs> um, in the heavenlies or even some, you know, some Traditions say he goes to hell and preaches to the preaches to the captives, preaches to those who've who've died, and uh, who knows? Who knows? We don't know for sure, um, but we just wait. We wait patiently for Easter Sunday, and I hope you have plans right now for Easter Sunday. I'm sure you do. I hope um, I'll see many of you Easter Sunday. We have three services: Easter, uh, seven a.m. out at Arields Park in Oldsmar, open to the public, of course. Sunrise service at seven. And then at 9 and 10.45 at the Bayside Campus in Safety Harbor um, as we uh, celebrate uh, what we're waiting for, guys, the, the glorious resurrection of Jesus. It's Friday, but Sunday's coming. I hope you know that Jesus loves you and that he did it all for you because you matter. Um, and, uh, and because he did all of this for us, we want to give him our lives. Amen? We want to live our lives in a way that is what? Holy unto the Lord that is pleasing to him in, in reverent fear, not in terrorizing fear, in reverent fear, like knowing that it matters, like <laughs> living our lives knowing that it matters and that God cares about the way we live uh, and that he cares for us and he cares for you. Uh, I hope your heart is touched today by Jesus' great love for you um, as you pondered that every, every step he took, he took because uh, of love. One of my favorite hymns is, uh, is Amazing Love, and um, it just, it's an it's a ancient, <laughs> ancient hymn written by the Wesleys, um, Amazing Love, uh, How Can It Be That Thou, My God, Would Die For Me? And today, that's what we, that's what we ponder. That's what we breathe in, that, uh, that God would love us so much that he would um, 
send his own son to die in our place. That's a, that's a, that's something that still has uh, scholars and just normal people like us um, amazed. So, all right, you guys, thanks so much for uh, for being on today. I hope you guys have a great day. Hope you have a blessed uh, weekend and. Um, we will be not be on the podcast next week. Just as a reminder, um, next week I will be out, and so there will be no uh, no Facebook, no podcast, or any Instagram next week. Um, so I'll catch you the week after as we jump back into our readings, our after Easter readings, um, and I hope you'll um, you'll jump back in then. All right, guys, love you guys so much. Hope you have a great weekend. Um, God is good. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Thank you.